0: Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're going to be reviewing Stranger Things Season 2. I wasn't sure if I would come back to this series because I felt it was a complete story in the first season. So I was wrong and right. There were some loose ends that needed to be addressed, but it wasn't as good as the first season. The main problem with this season is how they use the horror elements. Now, I don't mind having a bigger monster than the first season. You need the characters that have higher stakes uh, so they can continue to grow as they did from the first season. However, they really minimized the threat of the Demogorgon by having a bunch of Demogorgons be the main physical threat. So in the first season, there was one Demogorgon, and it was fucking up this whole town and was the main antagonist of the show. In fact, Eleven was the one that had to stop it because no one else could. Um, in this one, there's a fuck-ton, because when Will came back, he, he, like, regurgitated a baby one, or whatever it was, and now there's a bunch of Demo-Dogs, which are essentially smaller versions of the Demogorgon, but there's still a fuck-ton of them, and a bunch of people survive around them, when, in the first season, if there was one Demogorgon, could kill the entire character cast... In, in, in like 10 minutes. So now there's a bunch of them. And only a handful of characters. Actually get killed by them. So it kind of really. Minimizes the first threat. And you don't really feel any actual. Danger when a Demogorgon. Shows up. It, so just to me. That was like okay. Cool. And also this one's not nearly as. The, the horror. It's not nearly as spooky. I guess is the best way to say it. As the first season. There was always kind of like this air of like. Everyone's in danger in the first season. That's not really the case in this one. Unfortunately the other one that really feels like. They could be in grave danger. Is Will. Because he's the only one really affected. By the upside down. Because the shadow monster. Is specifically focusing on Will. That's it. Even when the Demogorgons show up again. It's not a threat. Until like the last episode or two. Because. Dustin has one. He takes care of it initially because he thought it was some sort of amphibian reptile thing. He didn't know what it was, but he wanted to be the one that discovered this scientific breakthrough. So, yeah, it's... It, what the fuck? What happened? That's best way to say it. And there's a good chunk of this season that's just about Barbara. Who gives a fuck about Barbara? That was, like, the friend that died in, like, the first episode from the first season, and I'm just... Who gives a shit? I, I don't I, at least me personally, anyone I've talked to about the show, no one gives a shit about Barbara. So focusing a big chunk of the runtime initially in the beginning, focusing on her and her parents, is really boring. And it's not that the idea of them focusing on like what happened after the events of the first season, I mean that, that you can't just pretend that it didn't happen. But Barbara was like the least interesting part of the first season would have been way more interested in maybe learning about the guy with the diner or at least other stuff or at least learn about the other aspects that you didn't get to see on screen in the first season and you get to see the effects of the stuff you didn't see in the next one. I feel like that would have worked better than the stuff with Barbara. Um, Hopper is still my favorite character and the story arc of him taking care of Eleven for this past year is definitely one of the best character mashups in the show. Uh, They are broken and jaded characters. They are the broken and jaded characters of the show, making their interactions very organic and natural. Um, I'm not a fan of the two characters, Billy and Max, who they introduced in this season. They don't really add anything to the story, except for a possible romance for Dustin and Lucas. I'm meaning Max, uh, not Billy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so yeah. I really enjoyed some aspects of the character dynamics, but... The ones between Lucas and Dustin with Max kind of boring. Um, yeah, mainly because I'm not a big fan of, of Lucas. He's kind of just... He's always the one that kind of causes problems within the group. Like, he's a wicked hypocrite. He'll be like, you can't do that. But then he'll break the rules anyway. And then he's like, guys, it's not the same as when you guys break the rules. So that part kind of bugs me. However... I do kind of like the element, he actually has more of a role in this season, specifically with Billy and Max, because Billy is, guess what, he's an asshole, and he's a racist on top of that. Um, So he doesn't like Max hanging out with Lucas, because he's black. And I'd say that's a little bit interesting character dynamic, but that more adds to Billy, not Max. Max is just there because she's the cool Tom girl, but I don't know, I didn't give a shit about her, if she died or was in the series again. Cause they just kind of made her like the anti 11 where like 11 was very quiet, liked pretty things, um, was basically power enhanced. And she's just like, I'd like to play video games and I skateboard. And I'm like, cool. Anything else? They're like, nope. And I'm like, cool. Awesome. I love this character development for her. Um, basically she's like the eye candy for the group. They all, most of them were crush on her except for Mike. And, of course, Will, because Will's uh, not really involved with the group this season, like in the first series. Um, but, yeah, I do I do really enjoy, not to, not to go back too hard, but I do enjoy the, the Hopper and Eleven arc, I think, um, due to the fact they don't really know how to interact with people, their arguments, and their, their spats with each other about disagreeing on things, and uh, her not wanting to follow all of Hopper's rules. It, it makes some really strong television uh, relationship <laughs> scenes. <laughs> um... I, yeah, especially since he has, his daughter was dead and he doesn't really know how to raise kids at this point. In fact, after his daughter died, he it's very obvious he doesn't really like kids. Um, but yeah, so it's just fun to see them because when they argue, she'll like use his powers on him and he's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, so yeah, I, I like that part. Dustin is still a top-tier character. I love the side story between him and Dart, uh, the baby demo-, demo dog. I got a really... I got really bored by Nancy and Jonathan's story by the Nancy and Jonathan story arc. It was it was basically them deciding to finally pork. So yeah, so Steve and her kind of break up. She basically says he's full of shit because he doesn't want to you know blab because the government is basically like if you tell anyone that what happened last season, we'll find you and murder you. And so Steve's like, let's not do that then. And Nancy's like, you're fucking, you're bullshit, and I don't love you. And he's like, wait, you don't love me? Because she's been, she's been telling him that she loved him. And they were like, going steady, and they were semi-serious, at least on Steve's side. And she's like, no, I don't love you. And he's like, all right, fine, fuck this. So she, she fucks Jonathan, uh, while talking to this reporter, trying to get the story out about the facility. And it's just boring as shit. I... I don't find Jonathan or Nancy very interesting. It's just more of like the teen drama, and I'm not a big fan of teen drama most of the time. Unless it's done in a more interesting way, which it isn't, it's just really boring. Just because you have monsters around you, and that's what it's about, doesn't make it interesting. Because it's just the same shit with a different coat of paint. Eh, that part's boring. I think the Mike and Eleven's more interesting, because there's a very different relationship of very different characters involved there. Um, but yeah, theirs is super boring. I don't really enjoy watching him. Steve is now one of my favorite characters, uh, mainly due to the fact that his relationship with him between him and Dustin is really funny and entertaining. He, uh, Dustin, he's I guess you call him kind of a loser, and he's not much of a ladies man. And Steve is a, he's called Steve the King, because uh, the ladies love him. So I kind of like him being sort of a mentor to St- to Dustin. Uh, basically, like, hey man, like, this is what and he's like. Why Fuck you, man. Like, your hair is always nice, it just naturally like that way. And he's like, no, no, it's not. I, I use the shampoo conditioner and I use this hairspray four times and then, yeah. So then he ends up doing it at the end of the uh, at the end of the season, and it's just kind of funny. And I really enjoy it because they have a pretty interesting banter. <laughs> but yeah, I like that. And I hope Steve and Dustin get more scenes in the next season. Um, I probably will watch the next season, but I don't know. Because this one really doesn't feel like it needs another season. Because it, it closes the portal. The reason why I say, alright, it probably did, is the portal will still open at the end of Season 1. So, Eleven needing closing it, I was like, okay, that makes sense. You should probably take care of that. But after this, why? Why come back to this universe? You've already taken care of all the problems. I know it hints at that the Shadow Monster's is still there, but there's no way of him getting there, because the portal that was open, that was allowing the Upside Down to get there is now sealed, because Eleven's the one that accidentally allowed that to happen. So Eleven closed it, why continue the story? Sometimes you don't need super long-running shows to tell a coherent story. I'd rather a season go, I'd rather a show be like a season or two, if the story is really good, than have a sto- a season go from like to five or eight seasons, because I like the characters. I'd rather just a strong story. And that's the vibe I get from this one. Everyone gives a good performance and makes those boring parts uh, more watchable. Winona Ryder and Sean Astin really are really holding up their scenes. Any scenes they're in, they're really entertaining. I love Sean Astin. Uh, most people know him as Samwise or from Goonies, um, <laughs> Mikey, I should say. Uh, but yeah, he's he's really popular. Or even uh, Fifty First Dates, uh, if you know him as Doug. But yeah, uh, he's really entertaining, and I actually really like the dynamic of Bob the Brain. Um, spoilers, and unfortunately he does die, which I think they shouldn't have killed him. I knew, he, I knew that he was gonna die, uh, during the part he did. I could just tell him, like, oh, he's gonna die. And, so it gets a little predictable in this season. I couldn't always predict who was gonna die, or what exactly was gonna happen. There was a few characters thought, a few characters that thought were gonna bite in the first season, but they didn't, um, but his, his I knew from a mile away and if you've watched the season, you know what I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, I kind of wish he lived a little bit longer. Uh, his character, for a new character, and he was the only new character that I actually liked. Um, yeah, it was kind of short-lived. And I'm like, oh, damn, I actually liked him. You got rid of one of your best actors in, like, less than a full season? All right. I mean, I, I, pre- I, I can respect the balls you had to kill him off, for sure. But you got to make the other new characters as interesting or at least close to. And Max and Billy are not. Um, So that's more my problem with this. So I actually had a harder time coming up a rating for this season. Because there were some parts I really enjoyed. Like I really liked Dustin. Um, I I, I actually did like uh, Mike trying to deal with anger and grief. You see that he's kind of spiraling down the way he behaves. Um, And I think Billy... Could have been more interesting, but they basically just made him like my dad beats my ass, so I'm an asshole. So it's not super interesting. Um, not a whole lot of arc. He's just kind of a psycho, and he doesn't like black people. Which you know, those characters serve a purpose sometimes in storytelling, but it's kind of boring. I'm not gonna lie. And then Max is just—it's just, it's just an, a girl. They were like, we need a girl. So, that's put her in this, in this season because Eleven's not with the group. That's kind of what she feels like. It feels like they're trying to meet, like, a quota. Like, we need more females in this season. Which is fine, but not really used well. So, yeah. But, I, but yeah. The, but the, the special effects are really cool. The music's really good. And, the, like, the soundtrack's really good. So, I was, like, mmm, kind of torn up. So, I'm going to give this season a 6 out of 10. It's slightly above average television. Um those really boring oh, there's. i there was a few parts where i wanted to fast forward through an episode and i normally never feel that way i'm the kind of person like even if this sucks i gotta see it through and there was an episode where i was like god damn this is really fucking boring um but yeah there was there were also really good parts it was half of it was really good and half of it kind of sucked so but there was a little more good than bad so i guess that slight above average rating so yeah i hope you enjoyed today's episode Um, If you want to reach out to me, I have a social media page on Instagram, Dr. Cracko's New Reviews. Um, I kind of feel weird asking or saying this. Um, If you feel as though you really enjoy this channel, um, you can support me uh, through the the Anchor app. Uh, There's a link in my Instagram page. If you would like to support the channel, please do. I would highly appreciate it. Um, If you do, I will try and come up with some sort of exclusive thing you get from this channel this podcast, whatever you like to call it. Um, But yeah, I'd I'd like to see what I can do for you if you decide to do that. Um, If you'd like to hear about my sponsor Viking Fitness, stay tuned. Hey guys, I want to take a minute and talk about fitness. Are you looking to get back into shape or take your fitness to the next level? If so, go to vikingfitnessnh.com. With Viking Fitness, your plan is created by a certified professional, specifically for you, and only you. No cookie-cutter plans, period. You will be provided with detailed information on how to train your body and how to feel it correctly so you can achieve your goals. With Viking Fitness, you can get quality distance coaching, video check-ins and access to an entire community for a very affordable price and no bullshit go to vikingfitnessnh.com or call 603-393-7528 and again that's 603-393-7528 today thank you